Hey, what's up, friends? Uh, good to be hanging out with you this morning. Uh, I'm actually coming to you uh, from my living room, um, and uh, I don't actually prefer to do it this way. Uh, but with lots going on, uh, we, we thought it would be wise and prudent uh, to allow some families a little bit of time uh, to kind of recoup. Uh, I know that several of our friends are still awaiting on a water, uh, a handful, I think, may, may still lack power, uh, but really in the last 24 hours, we've made a lot of headway uh, with not only water to our own buildings, um, uh, at least on the Wills Point campus, but also just kind of other areas. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we wanted to kind of hang out. And so, hey, we're going to give uh, a few people a little bit more time to, to hang out and, and join us. And so, hey, we're glad to see everybody. It's good to see um, everybody that's kind of now popping in, uh, we encourage you real quick, tag your friend. Uh, if you, if you know someone, maybe you're in a journey group, uh, that's not online with us, uh, we'll go ahead and tag them, uh, send them a message, wake them up, tell them to come and hang out with us for just a second. In the meantime, uh, a couple other things. If you have your Bible, uh, or it's not nearby, you want to go grab it. I'll give you a few moments to do that. We're going to gather in Mark chapter 10. Uh, this morning, and we're going to look at just a handful of verses. Uh, so if you want to grab your Bible, go ahead and do that. And uh, while you're doing that, also want to kind of just give a, a shout out to uh, some of our church family. I mean, uh, over the last really week, uh, it's been so encouraging to hear um, stories of how people uh, have helped one another. Uh, it's been a real testimony of what the church is, uh, the people of God. And uh, though we're postponing our series called Remember until next week. Uh, we are just so, so grateful for the chance to kind of reflect and see what all the Lord has done and is doing through, through our church family. And there's just a handful of stories uh, that I've heard that have been so encouraging from people driving all across the county uh, to, to get firewood to people, uh, to cut firewood, uh, in the middle of uh, a really cold and chilly week to make sure that their friends and their neighbors and their community groups uh, have wood. That was encouraging. I've heard of people going and getting cases of water and uh, taking it to friends and neighbors. Uh, I've heard of people checking on uh, livestock and animals and making sure people are cared for. Uh, I've heard of people um, spending uh, hours upon hours helping one another fix broken pipes and go around to a variety of places to make sure that uh, that plumbing issues are resolved. Um, I've heard about people hosting other families in their house. Uh, we had the privilege of doing that ourselves. What a joy that was to be able to host some people in our house for a handful of days. And I uh, heard uh, of people serving meals to, to different uh, people. Uh, whether it be other families and friends, or even in many cases, uh, taking it to people who have been laboring hard uh, to make sure that we have water and serving those uh, you know, different type of people in the utility districts. Uh, we've heard about grocery store runs. I mean, we've just heard about so many things and I'm so thankful for that. And uh, it's been such an encouragement uh, to see and hear all of those stories, uh, which is really uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about a little bit today um, is just what it looks like uh, to serve one another. So if you're just now hopping on, hey, we're glad to have you. Uh, good to see you, Mike, and uh, good to see you, uh, you know, Ashley and all of you guys. Great to see you guys joining, hopping in. Um, so, hey, here, here's the deal. Um, difficult times, challenging times have a way of teaching us a handful of things, right? Um, when I think about over the course of the last week and and 
really the the experiences that not only I've heard but I've seen and um, that I've witnessed firsthand. I think there's just a handful of things that just kind of have been highlighted um, as I think about really the things that we've experienced, not only in this last week, but if you really go back almost a year to the date, uh, not quite there, uh, but just with COVID and all the different things, uh, here's what I would say is it's amazing how dependent we are upon certain things. Uh, there are just certain things that are, are going on in our life that we have just become so dependent on. And when they're taken away, whether it be electricity, uh, whether it be water, whether it be our internet access, uh, whether it be our heating, um, man, we we just have, uh, you know, really, uh, I think a lot of things to think through. And, and as I, we think about how dependent we are upon all those things, what it should just remind us of is how blessed we are. Uh, that we should be so grateful for the amenities that we have on a daily basis that we take for granted that so many other people don't have and have never had in their entire life. And so we are so thankful for what the Lord has done, even though we are dependent upon a lot of different things. Uh, the other thing is, is I, I think about just how we've responded in some of those things, that when things are taken away, some of us may have chosen to be really grateful and, and had a chance to reflect and kind of get some things in line. I'm sure there's a lot of others uh, that didn't respond probably as well as you uh, would have liked. And, and it just reminds us that when we see all the challenges we have in our life, that there's so many areas that we still all have to grow, right? Uh, that all of us still uh, just we have refining to do. And I'm so grateful for that passage in Philippians 1, uh, verse 6, that just reminds us that if God begins a work in us, that he'll He'll carry it into completion until the, the day of Jesus Christ. And uh, there's a lot of us that we have so much work to do. Um, but here's the third thing. Um, the thing that has, in, in the midst of all the things that have gone on, how many servants there are really around us? How many great people there are that want to hop on board and want to serve others. And that's what I want to kind of talk through today and want to encourage you in some ways to even think about how you can serve one another. So if you have your Bible, you were able to grab it, Mark chapter 10. And um, I want to give you a little bit of backstory. Uh, when you get to verse 35, you've got, you've got James and John, they're the sons of Zebedee, and they, they asked Jesus a question. And the question they asked Jesus is, hey, how do, how do we become the greatest in the kingdom? Um, in essence, what they wanted to do was sit on his right and his left. They wanted to be all stars in the kingdom of God. And uh, as they're having this conversation with Jesus, Jesus is just preparing them. He goes, hey, I don't know if you understand uh, that that there's a cup that you have to drink and there's a baptism that you need to be a part of. And, and Jesus just goes, I don't know that you're prepared to drink the cup that I have to drink and partake in the baptism that I had to partake in. And of course, uh, you see John and, and James both respond like, oh, absolutely, we, we would, we're going to do whatever it takes. Like, we're, we're going to follow you. And in this moment, I'm not sure that uh, James and John... Uh, understood exactly what the magnitude was that uh, they were they were going to be called to but the reality is is that nonetheless uh they they're arguing about 
sitting on his right and his left and being great in the kingdom of God. And Jesus goes, hey, listen, it's going to cost you a lot. And even when you think about sitting at the right hand of the uh, or the left hand of the throne of God, uh, that's not even for me to decide. He, he goes, that, that's, that's something for my father to decide. Then the, the passage tells us in Mark chapter 10 that the other 10 were indignant when they heard it. They, they were frustrated when they heard about all that was going on. You've got James and John asking Jesus how to be great in the kingdom of God. And in some ways, leaving out the brotherhood, uh, leaving out everyone else because of their selfishness. They go, hey, we want to be great. Hey, we want to be famous. Hey, we want a place of notoriety. We want position. We want power. We want influence. And I don't know about you, but I can wrestle with those things as well. And when I think about this story, I love um, what Jesus says next. And in Mark chapter 10, uh, verse 42, uh, Jesus called them, meaning the apostles, to him. So he calls the twelve to him and he says to them, You know that those who were considered rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great ones exercised authority over them. But it shall not be among you, but whoever would be great among you must also be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So here it is. Jesus goes, hey, listen, as you guys argue about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom, he goes, hey, let me just remind you of what the culture is all about. He goes, you got these Gentiles and he goes, and when they get a place of notoriety, when they get a place of power or prestige, he goes, they use that against other people. He goes, they lord their authority over others. And he goes, that shouldn't be the case with those in the kingdom of God. He goes, it's not about titles. It's not about power. It's not about accolades. It's not about who sits on the right hand or the left hand. He goes, really what it's about is that if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, you must be a servant. And then he tells us that he is the ultimate act of what a servant looks like. And as I look at this passage, there's just two things that I think we want to note real quickly. And I would say the first one is simply this. As I look at this passage, is this that you need to realize that the mark of greatness is not about how many servants you have, but about how many people you serve. Let me say that one more time. When we think about the mark of greatness in the kingdom of God, it's not about how many servants you have. It's not about how many people are under your authority. It's not about how many people uh, you uh, you point to and you direct. It, it's not about those servants that, that serve you, but it's about how many people you serve. And really, I would just ask you this question. When you think about being a disciple and a Christ follower, do you, do you think about the privilege and the joy it is to serve others? Or do you oftentimes see the, the church and, and even things around you as an opportunity for them to serve you? See, I think there's just this tension that we have right now in the American culture, specifically around the church. And I would just say that a lot of us have become such consumers that we are frustrated when things don't go our way. I mean, think about those that service in the grocery stores and they run out of milk and they can't control it. Do we respond in a way that we're willing to serve or or do we get frustrated because of our position, of our power, of our notoriety? Do we even sometimes say to others, do you, do you know who I am? Do you, do you know whose son I am? 
when we get to that place, it's a dangerous place to be. And as a Christ follower, we need to realize that uh, as Christians, we don't get to lord our authority over others. Matter of fact, we should never use our power, our prestige, or anything that we have in Christ as an opportunity to take advantage of others. That means that even as a pastor, as a leader, as a shepherd, I shouldn't get free meals just because I'm the pastor. Um, I shouldn't get different uh, bonus gigs because I'm the pastor. And I know that a lot of times we think about that and uh, we think about, oh, well, because he's the pastor, he should get this. Or uh, because he's an authority, he should get this. But listen, in the kingdom of God, it's not about that. It's not about how many people serve you. It's about how many people you serve. And I would say that sometimes when uh, things aren't going our way, we can kind of um, alter course and, and we can make it more about us than about the king that we should serve. And the reason that we should make it more about the king we serve than about us is because when we make it about us, it's a dangerous, a dangerous place to live. But look what Jesus says. He goes, even though the Gentiles lord their authority over others, it should not be uh, so for you, because you are to be servant, you should be the first among others, the slave of all. And then he says this, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So it's not about how many servants we have, but about how many we serve. And the reason we serve is because Christ first served us. Christ is the ultimate act of service. He's the ultimate act of giving his life for us. In John chapter 12, um, one of the great passages there is that when a seed falls to the ground and dies, it spreads and blesses so many others. See, for a lot of us, we want to hoard seed to ourselves. Uh, we, we are consumers by nature. And so because we want to keep things for ourselves, we want to be tight-fisted. Uh, we want to uh, really hold things and cherish things and value things. But what Jesus did is he became the servant of all. And, and he willingly gave his life. He, he willingly fell uh, as seed to the ground so that there would be a great harvest available for the world. And now we know that the world is white for harvest, that there are so many people that still need to know the servant of all. And we need to realize that to be great in the kingdom of God is not about being first, but it's about being last. And friends, what I would tell you is that we have the ultimate act of service in Jesus and his death and his burial and his resurrection. Is reminded of this uh, fact in Philippians 2 where we are to have the same attitude as Christ. We are to consider others better than ourselves. Um, we are to do nothing um, out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Um, and the reason why is because we are to take on the form of a servant like Christ, the one who became obedient to death, death on the cross. And, and friends, that's my challenge to you. The reason we didn't gather today um, is because I felt like it would be a greater testament to us and to our community and uh, to our friends and to our neighbors um, to make a plan today to serve others. Uh, we didn't get to do Stone Point Serves last year or Mission Van Zandt because of all the COVID-related things. Uh, but listen, friends, there's nothing that stands in the way of us serving today. 
There's nothing that stands in the way of us blessing our neighbors. And, and I don't know about you, um, but I have a lot of things probably that I could do uh, just around our own house, uh, getting things in order for the coming week. But one of the things that I'm praying for, not only in our own family, uh, but also uh, for those around me, is that we would find a place to serve today. Um, that we would, in some ways, in, a, in an organic way, we would look of how we could die to ourselves and that we could um, spread some love. And so in some ways, you could just kind of call this um, Sunday uh, service day. Uh, we just want to bless others. And so it may be in a very minimal way. Uh, it could be in a very profound way. And I've already heard of great stories about people serving, uh, but I want to just kind of give you this challenge. What if you spend the next 30 minutes asking God to put somebody on your heart? And not only that, but then also pick up your phone um, and text everyone in your, your community, uh, everyone in your journey group, and ask them how they're doing and if they have a need today. Uh, go beyond that and ask your neighbors, hey, can I serve you in some way? And it may be in small forms like getting drinking water or bottled water because all the boil notice is going on. Um, it could be going a step further and picking up um, and calling somebody that you know that's working in the city and saying, hey, can we bring you lunch today? Um, it could be blessing um, someone that um, is has worked long hours um, to, to make sure that stores are, are functioning. It, it could be... Um, going a step further than that, and it, it could be calling our school districts or somebody in the school district and saying, hey, can we serve in some way today? I, I know there's a lot going on in different school districts as they're preparing um, to, to get schools open and functioning. Maybe it's that capacity. Friends, I want you to, in, in an organic fashion, begin to ask one another, hey, how can we serve you? How, how can we bless others? Um, we felt like that over the last really 24 hours, we were going to have more pipes bursting. Uh, we got an account from our school district um, on Friday that over 20%, and I think the numbers have gone up, but 20% of those in Wills Point ISD that are working in Wills Point ISD had some sort of issue with their, their, their pipes, either being frozen or busted uh, or some sort of challenge like that. And so we just said, you know what, hey, let's serve others. And that's our plan today. And so, friends, what I would tell you is this. The mark of greatness isn't about uh, people serving you. It's about you serving others. And I would just say this. Friends, why not be great in the kingdom of God? Uh, why not be like the one who laid his life down for us in serving? He gave us the ultimate price of his death. Hey, why not die to ourselves and, and go and serve others? Um, word is on the street, the Bactyl House, uh, we're probably going to be helping uh, somebody uh, fix a pipe today. Um, that, that's busted. We're going to be digging um, probably in their yard and we're going to be fixing some pipes. And so um, I don't know what it is that you have on the agenda, but I encourage you to search out, pray that the Lord would uh, give you something. And, and then one last thing, if you're here today with us and you have a need, what I'm, I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to ask you to put it in the comment section. So if you have a need that's going on in your house, uh, you have a busted pipe or you have water in your floors that needs to be vacuumed out or you have furniture that needs to be moved uh, or you have a leak outside or you have um, some animals that need to be fed or you need some drinking water or whatever, I'm just going to ask that you would put it here. This is your chance that if you have needs to put them in the comment section. 
uh, because that's the way the church can respond. And oftentimes I would say that we don't respond because sometimes we don't know the needs. And so friends, this is your opportunity. I love you. It's a privilege to hang out with you. Um, as of tomorrow, everything is back to normal schedule. So we have region this week. We'll have student ministry this week. If you haven't signed up for if gathering, you should do that, ladies, because uh, we are at a deadline point for that, of placing some T-shirt orders. Uh, there's lots of things happening. Next week we'll resume, uh, Lord willing, our, our schedule uh, on Sundays and the weekends on both campuses, and we look forward to it. Let me pray for us, and then again, uh, put your stuff in the comment section if there's a way for you to be ser uh, serve one another. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Uh, I love you. It is a joy to pastor uh, this church uh, and our faith family, and I pray that you'll have a blessed day and that you'll look for a place to serve one other person. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for a chance to gather with my friends and my church family, uh, people that I love. And, and while I would rather be singing and, and seeing them face to face and hugging and shaking hands and um, uh, really being encouraged in that way, Lord, I'm thankful uh, for technology and a chance to, to just really even gather remotely. Um, it can be a little bit more convenient for a lot of us, but there's just something about seeing each other face-to-face -face that I miss. Uh, but the, while we, we look for that day to happen soon, Lord, what we ask is that you would encourage our hearts and remind us that when we became Christ followers, that we died to ourselves, that we set pride aside, um, and that we, in humility, uh, wanted to seek ways to do our Father's business. Lord, would you help us to be about your business? Would you help us to do um, the work of Christ in serving others? Would you help us to not lord our authority over others? Would you help us not to miss out on things uh, because of our power or influence or prestige? Lord, would you help us to quit arguing about who's great in the kingdom and who's not? Would you help us to set our selfish motivations aside? And Lord, would you just help us to serve others the way that you have first served us? Lord, would we, just like grain, fall to the ground and die so that others might be blessed through us? Lord, thank you for that example. Thank you for the ways that you teach us. Thank you for the ways that you love us. Thank you for the ways that you lead us. Thank you for your promise, Holy Spirit, that even when we miss it, um, Lord, there is grace and there is forgiveness when there is genuine repentance. And so, Lord, I pray that our hearts would not be hardened like that of Pharaoh, I pray that our pride uh, would not lead us to places where we are in isolation and darkness and in confusion. But Lord, may we live in your grace, in your light, with your people, and may we make a difference uh, throughout the kingdom of God uh, on this earth until you call us home. We love you, uh, we praise you, and we are thankful for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, hey, it's been a pleasure. Um, if you uh, just hopped on, hey, listen, it's going to be available on Facebook. You can fast forward, uh, fast forward, rewind uh, to the front, and you can probably catch most of that uh, that you missed. Uh, but those of you that are just now hanging out with us, we're glad to have you. But we're wrapping up and signing off. Friends, I love you uh, and look forward to seeing you guys soon. Again, if you have a need, post it in the comment section uh, because we would love to find ways to serve you today. Um, love you friends and look forward to seeing you very soon.